Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Channel 01001011 News. <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, let me just be clear. Is that 01001011? Yes. Great. <laughs> are, you, are you looking it up in yes. the binary translator? There we go. Just in I case. did not bother to do that because I was like, this is just a great title. Uh, From Fingers to Hand. Thank Thanks, you, fingers. thank you, fingers, for that title. That robotic title. That robotic title. We're doing robot films this week on the Life's a Pitch podcast. Joining us to do some robot film pitches, Dave <laughs> Bulmer. Welcome back to the show. Hello there. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm glad to be here. Dave Bulmer, one of the only other people who I know who enjoyed Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> what? And um, <laughs> it was brilliant. What did everyone else hate it? I I liked it. You it's know, brilliant. Um, me and Tom, me and Tom watched it like just the other night. Yeah, same. Fact, like a couple of weeks ago. Same. Uh, actually, uh, where I think in response to you tweeted about it, I think I can't remember. Yeah, because Netflix. I was because I was watching it with friends who liked yeah. it because it's a good film. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I bought it, Matt, for Christmas on on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. and we watched it, and um, and uh, Jenny did not like it. Well, she's um, incorrect about that and should be made to watch it more times until she gets it right. <laughs> that, that's, that's how to get someone to enjoy something. Just <laughs> yeah. sit them down, make them watch it yep. a heck of a lot more until yep. they have to say they enjoy it. I mean, to be yeah. fair, I believe human psychology being what it is, I actually think that does work. It just yeah. doesn't mean that it's necessarily a very nice thing to do. I'm pretty sure that's what happened with Shrek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the entirety so we, of the human consciousness. <laughs> we all watched it so I many didn't. times at school. Not, not me, not me. I managed to dodge that bullet. I watched it twice: once at the cinema, once at home, and <laughs> never again. <laughs> so, fingers to hand gave us that title on Twitter. Thank you, fingers, for getting in touch. They got in touch with us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can give us a follow there. You can also give us a like on Facebook as well to give us titles there. Go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. So, shall we go through some honorable mentions? Ah, oh, yeah. Honorobo mentions. Honor- yes. Honorobo. <laughs> That's so good. Mentions. I was just going to say, like, Honorobot, but Honorobo is so much better. Honorobo <laughs> <laughs> mentions. Uh, this is the part of the show where we just go through a few more titles people have given us and pitch those movies as well. So. From Connor with an O, we've got My Wife, the Tiny Robot. Aww. (laughs) And weirdly, from Ross underscore Originals, we've also got My Wife is a Giant Robot. (laughs) Right then. (laughs) Right then. So what we have here is two wives that are gonna, at some point, first fight, then team up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the. It's definitely, uh, a, it's definitely a Godzilla style, like you know, b- big robot, big war robot, w- like walks into a community uh, <laughs> or a system of 
of tiny robots, uh, and then it's there's a big fight. See, I'm not sure. I think what we've got is that I don't think we've necessarily got a system of tiny robots. I think we've got one tiny robot wife, one giant robot wife, and while they get on with whatever their actual adventure is, that's that's the the real story is their adventure. But meanwhile, you've got these two everyman husbands who are just sort of standing <laughs> around trying to figure out what to do with themselves while this goes on. So I think what we're looking at is an 80s Tom Hank, uh, Tom Hanks, right? That's one of the husbands. Uh, yeah. Who's the other husband? Weirdly, I was thinking this is the Flintstones. <laughs> okay. Why I don't know why, that? but I just like that these two everyman husbands. I was like, you know, Bon. <laughs> My I, wife's I kind of... a giant robot. <laughs> I kind of love the idea. No, here's the thing. <laughs> I kind of like the idea that these two um, husbands, like they're husbands of each other, right? Oh, and right. They um, they get, they say to each other, right? We do we do need. We can't afford it, but we do need a robot to help around the house. <laughs> and they both out like outside of everything. They they go and buy each other a robot. Right. to help around the house but they have very different ideas yeah. of um of, uh, of what like would be an appropriate robot wife so they both bring back these like one tiny one and one giant one and they <laughs> fall in love right oh so that's why they're my robot wife got it yeah yeah i was wondering why these guys wanted a wife each <laughs> or well, rather <laughs> wanted to get each other a wife for some reason yeah okay so i'm i'm nominating 80s tom hanks and uh, if you'll permit me, um, and I've forgotten his name. Ah, 80s Rick Moranis. There's ah. your two blokes. Uh, yeah? Okay. Rick yeah. Moranis yeah. from the Flintstones movie. Well, that's what made me think of it, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm basically, I'm compromising by having one Flintstones character. And, uh, <laughs> and I don't know uh, that either of them have ever played, um, a gay husband. So, that's a, that's a first. So they, they get to do that. And then, um, yeah, so they buy these two robots. The robots fall in love. They get married. So that's got that. That in itself is going to be an unusual ceremony because will they be the first married robots? I maybe. I like. I, I feel like it's definitely a situation where they they've been bought at the same time for the same for the same job and mm. and like. But they're very they're doing it very differently. Like one is <laughs> enormous, like bigger, can't really fit in the house. Yeah. Um, you just see a other... boot in the church, <laughs> like a like a giant metal foot in the church. It's like the Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's the Iron Giant wife. Yeah, but luckily, one is... luckily, it turns out that robots have been around sort of longer than we thought, and the church is one, so it's able to like <laughs> the church re- is also a robot. Recognizing that this is you know their moment. This is the moment that robot marriage is recognized. The church is like into a bigger church. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like we 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 sort of have this situation where it it seems completely untenable that robots should get married, right? That's the it, that's like, the story. This is about. I'm wondering if this is going to be problematic. <laughs> but it's I, about I the the, I think, the struggle I think is, for is, robot marriage rights is what the I think. Story. This is a good allegory, actually, for for like um like uh gay marriage rights i mean it because... seems like it can be made into one but i'm i don't know if i want to go on record as saying that it yeah, is yeah yeah <laughs> i think i think dave i think your idea of it being around longer than you think oh uh, yeah perfect they've, for all, it, right? they've always been here they should yeah. always have been allowed it 
exactly and 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 like this robot church is like this this is great i'm, I'm glad yeah. you're here come on in and just like you yeah. know sort of well, like you let's said. let's wait let's release the film yeah. and wait for like uh lindsay ellis to decide yes whether it's an allegory for anything. There we go. Because at the moment, we are just sort of stepping the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then, quite delicately. Well, look, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We're just making the pitch. We will hire... Um, what's the term for it? Um, uh, sensitivity consultants and writers. You yeah. know, they, they, all the writers on this will be married gay people. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fine. Let's do that. <laughs> Is this getting must worse? Must be married. Am I making it worse? <laughs> I think so. I'm trying not to, but I might be. <laughs> um, the I don't think it was bad in the first place but yeah. uh, somehow What's hiring is... sensitivity people that are married gay, <laughs> gay uh, I think the fact that you're saying that is uh, a harsh criticism on Hollywood in general <laughs> and that's what it was True. supposed yeah. to be yeah, yeah. No, I think I think you're right <laughs> and uh, now we're analysing the humour of this podcast <laughs> let's dissect the frog let's yes. get sensitivity let's get consultants get... for this podcast <laughs> that, frog, that frog doesn't need its skin let's just dissect it and, and, and take it apart just... We don't need this podcast to be funny as long as we've decided why it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's comedy 2.0. Yeah, there we go. All right. Oh, um, I, I've also got casting for the tiny robot. I'm not sure if you want to help me with the big robot, but the tiny robot, yep. Florence Pugh. Yeah. Sure. Because she's All a right. little woman. Because she's a little woman. Well, hang yeah. on. We, are, we, are we tasked with finding someone the correct size? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but Florence Pugh was in Little Women, Dave. Oh, I see. I've no so, idea what what height Florence Pugh is. She might be one inch no, yeah. tall, for all I know. No, is, is there a film called Big Women? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. For the, for the giant robot. Probably. Hang on. Big Women, IMDb. Oh, there's that, there's that one big woman. Yes, in, um... there is, there is. There's a first off. There's a 1998 TV drama miniseries. There is yeah. a 2009 South Korean film. So yes, there's plenty of things called Big Women. Who's in the South Korean film? We'll, we'll cast. Okay. We'll cast her. <clears throat> um. Nobody. No one is listed on IMDb as having been in it. Cool. Right. That's. Uh, it's just a collective. Of it, it never speaks. It well, never wait speaks. a minute. This might be. This might work entirely in our favour. Maybe the reason no one is listed is because everyone in the film was in fact a constructed mechanical actor, and so there. <laughs> maybe there is a giant robot woman somewhere and already that is working. What we do with the big robot. Yeah. Build, we build a we build big an robot. Actor. Yeah. <laughs> Why it. isn't that what we do with the little robot? I don't know. <laughs> because, uh, because we already have Florence Pugh. <laughs> yeah. What is a robot-y version of the name Florence Pugh? <laughs> uh, Florence Pugh Pugh. Yeah. No, that's a Gunsy version. That's uh, true. But she, robots have lasers. She's sometimes. got lasers. Yeah. Florence Pugh Pugh Pugh. <laughs> okay. Florence Screw. No, that's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, All right. so from J.D. Alexander we've got The Nuts and Bolts of It. Hmm. It's a very vague yeah. vague yeah. film title, isn't it? The Nuts, the and, nuts bolts and Bolts of It. Of it. So, so this I is... I think this is a heist movie. Yeah? yeah. If that's... Oh, Dave, what were you going to say? I was, just, I was merely going to ruminate on the definition. I was just going to say that it's, it means like the, 
the nitty gritty the, of the, the, the nitty gritty the basic the information that you need showing someone the ropes the nuts and bolts right well one thing that would be nice and i think i i, I quite like the idea of this being a heist movie tom but like uh, one thing i like is it's that um uh, ship of Theseus mm. thing, right? Mm. If you take a robot apart <laughs> and replace All their nuts uh, and bolts. You know, one bolt, yeah. mm. you know, um, or if indeed you take a robot apart and put it back together, is it the same robot? If you put it in the, uh, back in the same mm. way, you know, is it if, if if all the pieces are identical? I like the idea that the nuts and bolts of a robot actually do carry with them some like, semblance yeah. of, well, of, of, of... Or at the of, very of, least, the robot whose nuts and bolts they are might... Oh, what about this? Right? In fact, I like this so much, it's probably already a famous science fiction story. A robot, a, living, a, a sentient robot, itself comes up with the ship of Theseus idea about itself uh, one, okay. one day okay. while, while swapping out some parts. And it realizes that there there is this collection of nuts and bolts that it remembers just being put aside that are its only original remaining components. Everything else okay. is has been destroyed, swapped, changed. The only thing he knows about is this one little set of nuts and bolts. So he has to track them down. Now, unfortunately, they are currently being used in, for instance, uh, what do they call it? The Jesus bolt, the one that holds the. Uh, the, the the flimsy component that holds the body of a helicopter to the blades and if it ever falls oh, off yeah, midair yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah. like that so this robot at any cost is trying to go around and it's being philosophical it's not a bad guy but it has to get mm. these nuts and bolts back and they're in things that are important <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man yes i think yeah like it's it, it this is a prototype from the dawn of yeah. robotics right like yeah and it's it, been built and, upon and, so it used to be a really simple just some random you know little blinking light on something it used to just be the sensor that opens doors in the supermarket or something but now it's yeah, this yeah. sentient ai <laughs> after it's been improved and upgraded for years and so we get these these flashes of, of, of its memories yeah. of when it was first made by its inventor let's say brie larson yeah. mm. um and uh like her and, and this this robot's time with brie larson being just a door opening device yeah. And sort of like Brie Larson like makes this prototype, and it's like, okay, when you walk up to the door, what's going to happen is you you open the door. When I walk up to the door, it, you, you're going to open. And he's like, and then... yes, I open. Yeah, and so to the robot, <laughs> there's all this imagery of like the doors open onto its consciousness. That's its first memory. Yeah. yeah. But also, it <laughs> yes. instills in it this sense of just politeness. It opens doors for people, and so that's <laughs> at the heart of its if it's intelligent so it won't be it won't hurt anyone deliberately it'll it's always thinks it's acting politely but people yeah. are scared of it because they know where those nuts and bolts are and that it can ultimately <laughs> find them and track them down and they're in important yeah. things yeah so who's uh, playing this robot hmm. in in this kind of weird robin williams bicentennial man kind yeah. of uh kind of way it's, it's just it's just this actor spray painted so who's who's polite who can play polite and kind but that could be twisted to be sinister um, so it's tom hanks it's tom hanks and it's old it's tom, tom hanks. hanks no one would ever suspect old current tom hanks of being yeah evil that's fair it's true it's just it's just on that 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 film where he's a really nice person it's yeah. it's a young daniel radcliffe and old tom hanks what a young Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe's the one that opens the doors. Oh, I see. Tom Hanks is the old robot. Right. Yeah, so when he when he create when he crafts himself his final silver bicentennial man body, that's just Tom Hanks' silver. 
Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's the voice of Daniel Radcliffe. Until then. Yeah. Up until then. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as it, like you said, the, the little bolt on the top of a helicopter, yeah. um, like Air Force Two or something. Yeah. You know, the the helicopter for the president. Yeah. It's that one. Um, what else? Uh, and, but yeah, this is the thing. Like Air Force Two. Yeah. It's the flipping. Um, it's a. It's a. Also got missiles on it, right? Yeah. yeah. Like. Tom Hanks is not happy about the way that people are using his mm, his nuts yeah. and bolts. Well, but, uh, he wants them yeah. back. But one of them is a is a heat shield on a on a space shuttle that will be taking up a, um, a orbital laser. Oh, yep. Yeah. So he, he's doing good deeds, but the government's out to get him because he's picking up all these parts. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I just want to be complete. That's my best Tom Hanks impression. Very good. Very, Apparently. very good. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I think this this film kind of comes to a head when he kind of, uh, let's say, uh, basically like he's he's invited because of course he's he's one of the um, first like figures of robotics. Mm. Uh, like he's invited to the White House, um, and I think like things have been going wrong around him, and we've been sort of privy to that slightly. Uh, like not around him, but around Earth, right? The, that space station broke up, uh, broke apart in space, mm. and nobody knows mm. why. Because he was up there taking it apart, unscrewing it for his because for his own body, unscrewing the nut that holds together the whole <laughs> yes. space station. <laughs> it just drifts apart in bits after that is removed. <laughs> it's a real oversight in the and design. Then he's... It's uh, it's the film Gravity for about half an hour. <laughs> for about yeah, a really quick jaunt into yeah. space. Yeah. Uh, this film takes, and then I think yeah, the, the the last bit is essentially they're 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 riding in a um uh, in a helicopter, uh, they, like at the White House. They are um kind of like over dinner, like the president's asking questions about Tom Hanks's current body. Yeah. Right, which he, and he's like, oh yeah, it, it, it can survive, and he's like, uh, so tell me, uh, uh, they say that uh, it can survive a, a a fall of five hundred miles, um, and and uh, and a and a high speed collision, um, and he's like, yes, well, uh, hopefully I never have to use it, um, and uh, those sound like Chekhov's guns course, to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then, and then of course, guns. That, that's when that's when uh, Tom Hanks has to make the decision whether to kill the president by taking the the bolt out of his 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 helicopter. I feel um, I feel for in, listeners, in we ought to explain that Tom did muscles when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've just come up with a new uh, phrase as well. It's uh, <laughs> you're just as likely to get shot at a Chekhov's gun show. <laughs> Great. We'll uh, drop that out whenever yeah. it's appropriate then. So, yep, anyway, that's... back, <laughs> When's it appropriate? back, back to know. Matt valiantly trying to do the pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best, guys. Um, How does this end? Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm trying, he's, he's making the, the hard decision as to whether to kill the president and get his bolt back. Because it's his last one. Yeah. And, and, and he'll be complete. The president's just told him he'll never be he'll never be co- complete because he's just a robot. Oh, and also that he no. really loves deporting people who aren't white. <laughs> yep, yeah, that too. Yeah. 
Uh, and so yeah, he does it. <laughs> and that's the end. And then he just sits in the It's just Iris is out and goes. It just pulls the pin, and the the helicopter crashes into the uh, into the Atlantic Ocean, and um, uh, like now Tom Hanks is complete <laughs> as all as all the the U.S. Navy pull up uh, around him. Like uh, he he emerges from the water at, on the beach. He's walked on on the on yeah. the seabed back, and he's like he's complete. Like you can yeah. see that he's got Daniel Radcliffe's face now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because he's he's gone back to his his origins, but he's um he's he's now wanted by everyone on Earth because he killed the well, president. Some people on Earth. That's that's the story of whatever that. That's was. the nuts and bolts of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so those were all our honor robo mentions. Thank you to <laughs> everyone who's given us titles this week. Remember, you can give us titles on facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and twitter at life's a pitch show we do put up genres for the posts each week but you can just contact us there if you like uh, give us titles give us uh, give us stuff to do uh, just uh, yeah get in touch keep up keep yourself updated as to what we're doing as well so give us stuff to do give, give us stuff to do <laughs> just send us some crosswords <laughs> i mean what 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 else is there? Can you make us a quiz? Social... Yeah, just send us some... Give <laughs> send us, us questions a... to answer. Send us a book of Dr. Dots. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> send us some of those, you know, those magic painting books where you dip your paintbrush in water and it colours yeah. it in. When you... <laughs> we'll have some of them. <laughs> right, so let's get on with our final major pitch. From fingers to hand, we've been given channel 01000101 news. Right Dave, now. What does that mean? Well, I have looked it up and yeah. I'm not going to tell you just yet because the answer is so pedestrian that it would basically ruin our ability to come up with anything funny. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> I don't I don't even have a context for what those numbers could mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I, it, I don't understand how binary translates to literally any concept. No, well it, 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 it in this case it doesn't matter. It just it's just robot language. That's all. Yeah. So Robot language news. Well, maybe it's important <laughs> that they are not speaking in a human language mm. because, you know, maybe they're trying to keep things from us. But of course, some people can translate, like me a minute ago, can translate binary by Googling it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking this is like a weird conspiracy theory right. thing or like a weird kind of, you know, like unexplained mystery. What I'm thinking is someone could tune a radio to a channel uh-huh. that is just a, this mysterious noise of yeah. s- like a voice just spouting out ones and zeros. Well, and it doesn't okay. have to be it doesn't have to be, you know, one, zero. Like binary can be just it can just be a blurp of of noise. That's Morse code really, isn't it? Yeah, that's Morse code really, but that yeah. but really fast. Yes, yeah, like one zero one zero one zero zero one zero one zero yeah, like that kind of that kind of noise. Also no, but I'm just gonna stop trying. Yeah, yeah. Or like Yeah, and if you slow it down If you tape it. It, I'm speaking it, binary. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, if you tape it and slow it down, then it becomes. Uh, or indeed one zero, uh, but it, it's it's in this really weird slowed down voice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but that's like how Morse code isn't actually a man going dot dash dash. Yeah, <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's a radio program that is just <laughs> it's, it's just program. it's just one person in a very very British accent going one zero zero one <laughs> one zero like the shipping forecast. Yeah. Crossed with a number station. Uh, or yeah. the football scores. One, like, zero, zero, one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and these teenagers tune their radio to... It's the 80s. Yeah. Those teenagers tune their radio to that channel and they, they wonder what it is. And that's that's my pitch for the, uh, for the intro. One, zero, zero, one. <coughs> And uh, one, in one. Um, in uh, the Warhammer Forty Thousand universe, um, people who can communicate with sort of blurts of binary uh, that language is called binary cant. Uh, so I suggest casting Brian Cant to play the person reading out the numbers. <laughs> Brian Cant. That is a deep. Yeah. That is a deep sci-fi pull, Dave. Thank you. Congratulations. I a, have no idea who that is. No, he's been, I think, dead for a long time. He's from old children's television. But when I say old, I mean old as me, not old as like Watch with Mother or something. It's uh, he was on. He used to do play school and things like that. And bric a brac. How do you spell it? Can't, but without an apostrophe. Can't without an apostrophe. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Oh, you may have seen. A re- you may have seen a reference to him in the sitcom Spaced. In the. Uh, in the. Um, uh, the clubbing episode where at the end it'll pause on all the characters and give them an, an, a, a new name like a clubbing name and Brian's uh, okay. Brian's is Brian Kant which is oh. a reference to Brian Kant blooming heck right okay so he's the he's the main star of this film <laughs> well he reads out the binary I don't know if that makes oh, right. sense he, he reads out the binary okay yeah. that's, that's, that's good right cool no Floella uh, Benjamin is the main star of the film yeah but bin- another person binary... from play school Binary uh, binary cant is also a, a great a great insult in in Robo South London. Yeah, yeah. In, in Neo South London, binary cant. So, so are we setting this in in Neo South London then? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's, a, let's... It's a Guy Ritchie film. Um... <coughs> wow, that was my that my weird Cockney. That I did then was way more like American cartoon Cockney than actual <laughs> real Cockney, which is weird coming out of me. Yeah, I, I don't know. I might have heard more of Americans trying to do Cockney accents um, because I've played video games than yeah. I have heard actual Cockney speaking. Mm. Yeah, probably. Um, so this is this is set in South London. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got these these it's it's Guy Ritchie trying to do a Stranger Things. Oh. What it is. Okay. So it's South London, these little rap scallions. Yep. Uh they're they're list, they're tuning in on the radio. Because they're they're, like... they're climbing all over the roofs of London, right? They're they're sort yeah, of yeah. like they're all, all like it's got a little bit of attack the block to it, but it's more yeah. sort of like you know, they they're getting into these it's not like tower blocks as such. It's more like you know they're just in and around the various interlinked routes of London, and they're mm. hanging out in certain areas. And then they turn on the radio because that's what kids do these days. 
And uh, I, I, I do think it should be just an alternate. It should be like an alternate eighties, because um, hmm. they, they like turn on the radio and they've got a tape recorder, right? And they're uh-huh. like a, like a cassette tape, and they're like, because it's this unintelligible sound on the radio, right? Mm. Uh, and then you they they get the tape and they and then one of them's like, all right, but listen to this, and they slow it down. Uh, and uh, which you know, I mean, I, my my tape recorder didn't do it, but theirs does. Yeah. Um, and they slow it down, and it's and and the, you can hear this voice, but uh, just it's it's Brian Kant just going one zero zero one, um, uh, in in a very very posh, uh, <laughs> like RP accent. So they're like, what does it mean? What what is it? And I I think we just cast a load of a load of unknown child actors for this yeah. for this role um, but let's 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 typify them in in some way so yeah. that like we know who they who they are right we got we got finn uh sort of <laughs> tall main guy finn tall main guy we got we got chubby sidekick yeah yeah um yeah. Oh, no no it, it's just it's just the two kids from jojo rabbit Sure, I've seen it. Yeah, yep. yeah, the right. the, uh, the kids from Jojo Rabbit. Let's cast them. Not seen got, it, but I'll believe you. Uh, and we've got uh, one girl. One girl. <laughs> that's 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 and, the other trope. And, um, and, and usually one sort of uh, one minority. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There um, we go. So that's that's, that's the important. Just, what we've done is we've cast the Goonies. The important thing there. about uh, tropes is to rigidly stick to them at all times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I mean, how did so many successful films have those those tropes? I know it they wasn't must. The tropes that made them successful. They must be good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they must be good because the market capital responded. To it. Stick to tropes, never subvert. That's the unofficial life's a pitch motto. That's never what also subvert. what the binary translates to. Yes. <laughs> never subvert. Well, yeah, because what they find out is that this frequency is coming from the RBC, the Royal Broadcasting Corporation. Okay. It's 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 coming from the very cultural heart of 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 Britain. Oh. So what you're saying is that instead of the royal family being lizards, <laughs> the royal family are robots. Uh I that wasn't what I'm saying, but it is now. Sent from the future. Oh. Please no. <laughs> Well, hang on, because you can send robots from the future for good or for ill. It depends yeah. on why they're here. It's ambiguous as to why they're here. Yeah, Even but by the end of the film, I was going to say like, we why, should know. Why are the royal family robots in this movie? <laughs> we don't know. It's it's never it's not really important. <laughs> it's actually a plot point boy, born out of necessity because we couldn't get the royal family in, so we had to make yeah. animatronics. <laughs> It would be good if we cut to like Buckingham Palace, though, and it was just the royal family, um, like as in the royal family sitcom. <laughs> uh, in there, but uh, I'm thinking, right? This this signal's being broadcast inside Buckingham Palace because it keeps the royal family uh, sort of working. <laughs> Because right, the, yeah. they can't operate in the past without this signal being broadcast. Because Wi-Fi has not been invented yet. Oh, I tell you what it is. Yeah. Right. In a world where tropes change and, and society changes. Yeah. 
Um, the uh, like remember this is an alternate eighties, right? Yeah. Where like everything is, but that you you see that it's, there's some small differences, mm. like people are still very very pro royal, um, mm. and also like people are kind of. Uh, it, it, it looks a bit more Victorian than you'd expect, right? It looks yeah. a little yeah. bit more Dickensian than you'd expect from eighties London. Um, and this is the thing: the the in a in a world of changing society, the royals become irrelevant very quickly, right? Mm. So the royals from the future send back <laughs> robots in time to to uh, like take their own place. And like to adjust culture so that royals remain relevant. Yeah. Oh God! So what? What events over the? I mean, Diana, that's one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? What have they done? Presumably Brexit, because that's like a nationalistic yeah. thing. So yeah. oh God, this is a Brexit movie. Yeah. Somehow this is a Brexit movie. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to add the news in. Remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The news. Oh yeah, goodness me. We focus way too much on the channel. Okay, so well, but what we've discovered is some people have discovered this binary channel, but mm. what, uh, they think it's like a a super clandestine uh, thing. Actually, it's just the news. It's just the news channel that robots listen to. It's actually not yeah. that clandestine. It's not. It's yeah. it, it's technically part of the conspiracy, but it's more or less irrelevant. It's, yeah, it's and they they find out it is the news channel that robots listen to. Yeah, but then it's just like. Oh my god, robots exist. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. But they are getting um maybe in fact even this isn't the future. This is like an alternate an alternate world uh-huh. rather than the future. So yeah. they they in their world uh society's progressed um like to the point where the royals are robots. not useful. So <laughs> the royal family of that that world mm. uh, we'll call it world B. Yeah. Um has sent has sent over these robots ahead of time to t- to take to kill the royal family here, take mm. their place, and start shaping this world so that they'll fit in just nice and snug, right? When they eventually get there. Yeah. Um. Uh. So this world is being prepared for them to to essentially invade. Yeah. This this uh, alternate dimension. Um. <clears throat> the. The news. The news. The reason that it's the news is because it's news from home. Yeah, it's new. They're they're getting okay. they're getting this, uh, and it's all these events that they're hearing about mm. that like uh, an aspect of some uh, of which will come to pass. Right, earthquakes mm. that they yeah that happen oh. just well a then, little well then, a little bit ahead. Well then, how about yeah? It's news from home, but not not from the present. It's news from home from a couple of years in the future, so yeah. that they can. Guide events to meet those of back home. Yes, yeah, and this this is this royal family is kind of desperately trying to the royal family of 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 uh, will be desperately trying to uh, stop the revolution from happening. Yeah. that's what's going to happen. All the royals in two years' time, all the royals are going to have all their heads chopped off. Oh man! Uh, like... And then we're going to realise they're all robots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they ch- chop their heads off, and it's just like, oh, what was that? 
Why is there just a load of wires? And then the queen's looking up, it's like, you cannot kill me. <laughs> I was sent to prepare this world for the real royal family. <laughs> it's basically like this, except, well, like this, because now I'm talking like a robot, in fact. So there we go. We've done it, really. You're all sorted out now. I'm amazed this world didn't didn't realise uh, when whenever the, the queen's speech came on and she was just like, what we need this year is more oil. <laughs> <laughs> more oil for my joints. And do you want more oil for my joints? <laughs> yeah. And do you want now to find out what zero one zero zero one zero one one actually translates <gasps> to in binary? Yes. Yep. It is the letter K. <laughs> Channel K News. Yeah, and, and do you know what that? Do you know who that is? The last surviving member after the revolution on the in the other world mm. was Kate. Oh, Kate! Yeah, Kate yeah. Robot. And so she's created this this whole. This, this, she's trying to prepare this world. At the end of the film, they break into Buckingham Palace. <laughs> they unmask the royal family as robots, and then through a. a, a dimensional portal steps Kate Middleton or you know Kate Windsor um, who is who is going was going oh that to... Kate yeah that makes sense now I thought you just meant uh, Kate yeah <laughs> I forgot there was a Kate involved in the royal family <laughs> is taking the place uh, was going to take the place of the queen and just oh. start the royal family anew from there okay right so where are the kids from South London coming in they break into Buckingham Palace. Yeah. Unmask the royal family as, okay, as, uh, as robots. As robots. Yeah. And um and smash the system, Tom. It's got this there's this there's this sort of like punk vibe to the whole to the whole proceedings. Okay. They're, they're, it's it's all about them rebelling against the the tra- traditionalists, but it turns out that like the ones who are really changing things and changing the narrative are, mm. in fact, those same traditionalists. Just so I've got something for the poster. Who's playing these kids? Oh, yeah, it's oh. the Jojo Rabbit kid. It's the Jojo Rabbit kids. Yeah, plus uh, but... Minnie Bobby Brown. Sure. There I thought go. you said Minnie Bobby Brown there. I was like, is is she also a Little Women? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Uh, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown plus the kid from Jojo Rabbit. Um, there we go, and uh, and Kate Middleton, who's playing, who's playing her? Who is playing Kate Middleton? Um, let's say uh, 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 Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, yeah, is playing she, Kate Middleton. She's like royalty thing, isn't she? She's, she's played <laughs> um, a princess of Themyscira. Yeah, she's played a princess in a film we've pitched her in as well, so there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it was Princess Diana we cast her as. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go. Um, channel 01001011 News. <laughs> there we are. Um, I, think that's, I think that's the pitch. Yeah, so. that's the whole pitch. Yeah, yeah. we did it. I think we did it. Oh right, now I do a thing, don't I? That that was a bit that was a bit confusing. I hope I hope you enjoyed listening to that. <laughs> I only think it, I, I only copy think and paste that at the end of every episode because <laughs> you weren't listening, Tom. 
No, I was listening. I it wasn't. Was just sort of, I wasn't yeah, listening. Yeah. I just, you know. I'll call you every time. <laughs> it was. It was very confusing. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it, listeners. Um, I've certainly enjoyed pitching it. If you have enjoyed it, then um, what you might do is, well, I don't know, uh, Tom. How 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 do you think they could share the podcast if they wanted to? Well, they could go to social media, click on the link for this episode on our Facebook page and Twitter page and and just share it there, retweet it, share it. Uh, They could also tell their friends. Tell their friends about it. Tell their friends, yeah. They could tell tell their friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They could just be listening to it on the street. They could tell their telefriends, which is what we call uh, internet friends. Yeah. Yeah. Friends are far away. They could be just listening to this on the street, making their way downtown, and they uh, they, they bump into someone, uh, an old friend. They do. Sorry, they do want into someone. Uh, that they bump into. Oh, they someone. bump into someone. Okay. They bump into someone, an old friend they haven't seen for a good a good many years, and uh, and this friend then gives them a gun to hide, <laughs> and the the gun it has on it written "Life's a Pitch Podcast." And uh, and and when uh, and when, well, and a few seconds after that, the police grab the friend off the street and ram him into the van, and the friend is, and you're just like, oh no, what, what do I do with this gun? That like I can't, I can't out my friend like that because they're carrying a gun, and then you take it, take it home, and you just sat on the kitchen table. It sat there, the gun that says "Life's a Pitch Podcast." And then the gun says, "Show people." And then you just like, well, I've, I've got to, I've got to obey my friends. I've got to do whatever my friend Sorry, tells me to do. Was that, that I was seen that for a good? Did that say show people or did it say shoot people? It says shoot people. Yeah. Oh, shoot and, people. Uh, right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I and thought then, it was shoot then, people. Okay. Go and on. then the person just goes out and shoots people. Oh no. And then it's just like in the news. On that gun will be written the Life's a Pitch podcast, oh. and that'll be a big thing. And that's that's another way you can share the podcast. That's very good. Well, one way to share the podcast that I'm fond of, that I I like to do with my favourite podcasts, is that what you can do is you can basically train to be a molecular scientist and this is going to take a while but you train to be a molecular scientist get a job as a molecular scientist uh and i don't really know what a molecular scientist is but in in what i'm imagining is that they at some point get control of a very precise laser capable of etching messages onto strands (laughs) of dna so what you do then that's what they do right so what you do is you etch the phrase you know um listen to the life's a pitch podcast onto some strands of dna but then you just you switch the wrong switch on the laser so that the laser then becomes something that brings the dna to life so it starts to bubble and divide and then you mm. wait millions and millions of years and eventually sentient life will have taken because the human race will be long gone sentient life will have taken control of the earth and mm. in their dna their main drive is to listen to the life's a pitch podcast so <laughs> they will have they will have gradually you know over time they'll have discovered the ruins of the ancient civilization they'll have figured yeah. out what you know first that we existed then how we communicated and eventually they'll get down to the nuts and bolts of it such as the the fact that we had podcasts they will find some errant data somewhere on on some bit of the cloud somewhere they'll find some old stack the sound cloud yeah yeah 
and they'll uh, and they'll they'll reverse engineer it back from those bits from that little bit of data to recreate the whole podcast. But it won't be exactly right, but it'll be as close as they can get. And that and that and they will be dead at their whole life. Their entire civilization will be dedicated to listening to the Life's a Pitch podcast. Frankly, whether they succeed or not in reverse engineering the technology required, nevertheless, you will have spread the news uh, and the information that people should listen to the Life's a Pitch podcast. So do that. That there you go. You can also do that to share the podcast. So uh, thank thank you for that suggestion, Dave. That's right. Well, you could you could do any of that. Or you could um, you could go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. That's easier, isn't it? That's actually much a, easier. Yeah. Just a tiny amount of money each each month, and uh, you'll be supporting the show uh, and keeping it going, basically. God, I don't know and why we didn't think of that first, to be honest. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. We've sort of gone round the houses a little bit to get there, yeah. but you can go straight to patreon.com. You can be just like these people. My waste of talent. That cereal dragon is shitting bisques all over Wales. <laughs> Brandon Spanky Mills. Ross Originals and the coming of the Cosmic Dragon of Peace. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. Prime Minister, this election is a bad idea. Bisques are polling high. James Delaney. A band of vigilantes has taken Edinburgh and named it New Scramble. I don't care about Scotland, Brenda. Our mortgage rates are ruined. Brent Black. In today's news, the Kingdom of New Scramble has vetoed Brexit. Mavis, you're never picking the restaurant again. Ladies and gentlemen, the Werebisk's true identity is... Matt Turner! Joseph Hegarty. Prime Minister Aberdeen is floating up the Thames. Sod it, Sandra, they're here. Run. Newcastle is lost. Alex NSFW. Prime Minister, we found Carl. He has been permanently embisculated. Glenn, draw up plans to turn Aberdeen into the third Heathrow runway. Prime Minister, the Queen has claimed Wales and seceded from the Union. And Prime Minister, Russia has annexed Northern Ireland. So thank you for all those Prime Ministers. <laughs> <laughs> and all the rest for uh, supporting the podcast uh, and making uh, keeping it ticking over. He keeps the lights on here at Live Pitch Towers. Mm. Uh, thank you, Dave, for coming on the show. That's all right. That's Where can people find you? I haven't got much else to say, but that's all right. It, well, I've got another couple of podcasts of my own. Uh, one, which comes out every two weeks, is called Sonic the Comic the Podcast and is an examination via the uh, early 90s British Sonic the Hedgehog and other Sega things comic slash games magazine slash pop cultural artifact um, what it was like to live as a child in 1993 and 4 and that sort of era and how lovely it was and that's what that's all about and you're going to like it if you have nostalgia in you or if you'd like to acquire some um and then my other podcast is called serious disney and that is about animated things and animated adjacent things like those weird remakes disney do insist on continuingly doing and that is you will find them at well if you just open various pod apps not all pod apps not soundcloud for instance but some and type in Sonic the Comic the Podcast or Serious Disney. Amazing. Well, thank you, you again for coming on the show. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Tom, do we have a uh, Yes Very Clever Award this week? Yes, we do have a Yes Very Clever Award. And uh, and this week it's not given to a film that's based around an existing title, but oh. uh, rather just a weird way of saying something. <laughs> so. And it is Jurassic Park! <laughs> <laughs> 
Unfortunately, no, it's not. <laughs> I kind of wish it was. Um, it's from Ross underscore Originals, and he's given us Park Android. Uh, and in brackets it says say it in a Somerset accent Park and Park and Roy Park and Roy oh very good (laughs) (laughs) I like that very clever very funny and I've been Tom McGrath I've been Matt Turner and I've been Dave Bulmer remember who pitched